Hey. Hi. So today was a really interesting day. And it's interesting right now, too, because I am currently in traffic in... Where am I? I'm near Concord, New Hampshire. And it's a Friday before a three-day weekend. And it's just back-to-back. And behind me I have, on a trailer, two ocean kayaks. They're going up to a beautiful pond up in uh, Peachum, Vermont. They're going to stay there for the summer, I think. Well, we'll see. Anyway, so today I was a guest uh, on a spotlight in a very nice uh, uh, collaboration type of a, of a circle. It was really interesting because uh, a lot of people think that I... This is Marsha of Marsha Dolgan Fine Images and Camera Control Mastery. And what was really interesting is that I have tried to express the fact that I am here to help people connect with their creativity using photography as a tool. And I have a tremendous amount of experience in doing this, like 50,000 hours or more. But what was really interesting was, it was, I think I shocked a lot of people because what I'm finding is a lot of people out there are really all about themselves and they're not really listening to other people. It's, you know, promote, promote, promote. But how is this affecting, you know, they want to know why no one's connecting with them because they're not listening. In any case, I said words that apparently were totally unexpected. I said things like um, that I help people connect with creativity using photography as a tool. And to understand that when a person is has a visual, auditory, sensual, some kind of a trigger... It's their heart that's responding, not their brain so much. I mean, unless it's a you know fight or flight type of thing, but it's their heart that's ex- that's that's responding. And their heart is gives off five thousand times more vibration than any other body part, including the brain. So that's what causes people to pick up the cam the camera. And I hope you didn't hear that just now. That was the guidance telling me something. Um, but in any case, what will ha- what what was really shocking was that even the leader of this group had never understood that I'm a coach to help people connect with their creativity and therefore using because they're using their heart as a source of that creativity it's a way of getting 100% clarity without ego and all these other filters and past lives and whatever whatever else getting in the way it's a very direct route to trusting yourself because your heart is telling you where to go what to be and the whole nine yards the thing about photography is it shows you with absolute clarity what your level of awareness is you can see I mean true it's true that you need to learn a few techniques in order to really have that kind of control but at least even when you don't have that, you are, have the ability to see with your own eyes where you're missing it. And remember this, okay? When you have that trigger to pick up your camera, what happens is you end up having a vision. That vision is run by your heart too. So that a lot of times when we look at the camera and we see the photograph we took, it's not expressing our vision at all. <laughs> it's expressing just you know how you kind of just picked up the camera and that was your level of awareness at the time. So what brought this home to me was that the other night uh, um, I was going through some boxes 
It really brought it home. I got to see what my work looked like when I was just starting out. And, you know, there was, there were photo and in my day, we were using film. So it took a couple of, it took us hours, days sometimes before we actually saw the work that we did. We saw the results. And I saw things that were overexposed, muddy blacks, <laughs> you know, they just poor, just, you know, whatever my level was at that time. And it was really good to see that because it brought my own humanity back into place, not that it ever left. And it just, you know, showed me that it showed me that I can definitely help people connect faster <laughs> than um, than my travels. My travels took a long, long time to 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 have that interpretation uh, correctly and and well expressed and now I can help people so much quicker and not to mention that today's cameras whether you're using a cell phone or any other kind of camera you have a cheat sheet on the back or the or on your on your monitor because it shows you what you got so you know how to fix it right away if you are aware enough anyway it was really interesting to see how people responded to my conversation that had very little to do about cameras except for the tool and all to do all all of it was about connecting for creativity and self-awareness self-confidence self 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 <laughs> self-love <laughs> unconditional love the whole nine yards so hey if you're really interested in finding any more information out contact me at cameracontrolmastery.com that's cameracontrolmastery.com. Or you can go on Facebook at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, Dolgin, D-O-L-G-I-N, Fine Images. That's on Facebook. And there's another one called Spiky Head Co. S-P-I-K-E-Y-H-E-A-D-C-O. And those two places will show you some samples of my work. Uh, Spiky Head Co. will definitely show you more. <laughs> It'll also have a lot of uh, videos. So I'm going to go because um, traffic just broke and we're moving on. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, I didn't know you were recording already. <laughs> so hi, um, I'm driving back from Vermont right now in a pretty intense rainstorm and uh, being cautious I left two gorgeous kayaks ocean kayaks up there on a trailer it was a lot of fun to uh, see that everything still works it was awesome it was, uh, I hadn't taken it out since last year and uh, it is still spring in this if you're listening now and one of the things that this all brings uh, to pass is that right now the conditions if I were to shoot photographs right now I would say I'd be looking for a lot of mist a lot of fog a lot of low contrast you know it's not ideal unless you have an idea that will really resonate using this kind of weather so I have three rules I speak about them rather frequently and I'm going to speak about one in particular uh, the three rules actually make a big difference in the quality of your work and it happens pretty much before you even pick up the camera 
and that's called uh, oh you know what I might have to stop and pay a, a toll um, so those three rules are really critical um, one of them is what is the best location for your camera for yourself and your camera what is another one is what is the best location for your um, subject no. and if your subject is movable <laughs> it may not be um, and another one is the best location uh, the best time of day so I'm going to talk a little bit about the best time of day as soon as I get uh, four quarters <laughs> for this toll uh, and at any rate, the best time of day would probably not be today, not this particular time, unless you have an idea that incorporates the mood that's going to come from a very rainy, low contrast kind of situation. And, you know, that's viable. It's just less user friendly in the sense that, you know, you really want to have that idea pretty well, pretty well worked out. Because you're going to get soaked, you want to protect your camera, you want to protect your gear, and that kind of situation. So, I mean, that's obviously, you know, paramount to success, is to have that ability to protect your stuff. Protect you, safety is always an important situation. Um, but, you know, when I talk about best time of day, it's not just rain, okay? And uh, hold on, I'm going to be going through... Uh, toll in a second so when I do I I'll just chill <laughs> but um, basically the best time of day is also what is the best time of day for your subject in a sense here you go have a good day thank you you too uh, okay so the best time of day is about your subject so let's assume that we're going to photograph a baby now it depends on the age of that baby but you know Let's start with an infant. So if we can start with the infant, we want to get them when they're um, asleep as well as when they're awake and preferably when they're not crying. So you can usually do all of the above within an hour, okay? And you want to plan it at the best time of day for the mom and probably the baby as well. But once this child can sit up or is not in that constant sleeping mode, this is when you want to really be cognizant of what is the best time of day for the child. Now, a lot of times, parents, so a lot of times parents just don't get this because they're like in this sleep-deprived situation. But as far as photography goes, you're going to put the effort in. You're going to put the, they're going to put an effort in. Whether they recognize, whether, whether they recognize it or not, Sorry, my GPS just came on. Um, so whether they recognize it or not, there is a best time of the day for that child. And it's 99% of the time, before, well before the first nap. So if they're, they're a, a young baby, and I don't mean like a newborn, but just a young baby, like uh, four months to about uh, nine months, or ten months even, you really want to get them, uh, actually, <laughs> to be honest with you, until they're taking the end of taking naps, which is what two or three if you're lucky. Um, so you want to get them at the first before the first nap, at their best time, 
because that's when you can photograph a child and not be beaten up by their moods and this and that. And you can also often get them to change their mindset if they're having a bad day, unless they're teething. Um, you can get to change them their mindset so that they can be happy even for little windows and they're not traveling around, you're not running away from them and so on. And if you're going, and I had a rule, honestly, I had a rule. I would not photograph kids under five years old in the afternoon. I would only photograph them in the morning. And that was because there's a huge investment in the time and energy it takes to photograph them. The, you want the best window of possibilities. Uh, <coughs> as far as food goes for bribery when they're a little bit older, I really, really, really stay away from offering sugar because that can they have it they I've seen it they have an immediate impact that sugar goes right into their blood and they start jumping around and all kinds of things a lot of times too when you're working with little ones one of the things that I can tell you is that you can buy more time here they'll lose it a little bit you know after about a half an hour depending on the child they'll lose it they'll start to lose it you, you gotta get really creative to pull it out again if you need to um, that's kind of one of the fun things, actually. Can we resurrect a little more energy out of this little child? <laughs> they don't fake it, trust me. So best time of day could be something like, you know, morning for young ones. Now, when we're doing elderly, I also recommend, when we're photographing an elderly person, even in an extended family within the reach, I still recommend that they need to, we need to photograph them in the morning if possible, because they get tired. And sometimes things happen in the afternoon that will close things down. So if you're doing a family or an extended family or you're doing just a grandparent type, like, like really elderly, I'm not talking about really elderly or not well, you want to photograph them while they still have energy in the morning. And then there's the whole thing about, well, what's the best time of day to do a landscape? And of course it depends on the landscape, but frequently it's not, especially in New England, where we have lots of hills and mountains, well, slightly mountains, but we have hills, and that those form, those create form, forms of interest. So, photographing them in the morning, when the sun's at an angle, or in the evening or or late afternoon, is far better. While you still have sunlight, depending on the season, of course, those are the best times to photograph those to show. I'm sorry, GPS just came on again. <laughs> um, so those are the best times to photograph a landscape if you're, depending again on the mood, if you're doing an overhead sun, complete overhead sun, that just kind of flattens things out. It still shows everything very well, but it flattens things out uh, on top of whatever you, your choice of, of lenses has been and so on. Uh, but just the lighting. So lighting is... Uh, for outdoor situations, lighting is crucial. You know, photography is photography. It's writing with light. So in, um, I know that I spoke earlier about the best time of day. Well, how, <laughs> this is when light is the highest impact. Not just where your subject is located, not just where you're located, but this, the lighting is the cr most crucial part too. So these three rules, in my mind, have uh, equal, equal impact on your plan 
to do your photographs and to get the best possible uh, outcome that you can possibly have. And you know, of course, the better you are, the higher you can off ask for your uh, to be uh, paid. Or if you're not, if you're doing this as a hobby, it's the better impact you're going to have on your photos. Because let's be honest, you're putting the energy out. You might as well just enjoy better photos just by taking this tiny little bit of extra, extra energy. So I'm getting closer to where I need to be and I'm getting a lot of interruption with GPS. So I'm going to stop now, but I'm going to continue speaking about these three uh, really important aspects that happen before you even pick up your camera that will make an enormous difference in, your, in the impact and uh, possible outcome and results that you're looking for. So have a great day and I'll chat with you soon. And if you have any questions, by the way, please give me, uh, please contact me at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at Marcia Dolgan, D as, that's Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, D-O-L-G-I-N dot com. You're welcome to email me. You can also contact me at Marcia Dolgan Fine Images on Facebook, as well as SpikyHead at Camera Control Mastery on Facebook and I'm also um, at M Dolgan Pictures on Instagram and that's it I hope to chat with you soon take care <laughs>